Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis, presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, Dave, and Brian. Welcome once again to the OOBG Podcast. Some great topics this week. We're going to be talking about Le'Veon Bell, of course. He's in the news. Colin Kaepernick has a Nike ad that has set the world on fire. And also some Nike shoes uh, by some videos that I see on YouTube. And we're going to be talking about the NFL because it's kicking off tonight. We have some great matchups. And... Week one of college football started off and some fantastic games. We could probably start with the Alabama-Louisville game where Tua Tagahilova. Tega, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I'm saying Martina Navratilova. But uh, Tua. You almost had it. Tagovailoa. How about we just call him Tua? Tua. Tua. Yeah, I was going go. to. That was that was my intention, but I was trying he, to show off. I mean, right. I don't think anyone knows how to pronounce that. He no. actually came out with a video of how to pronounce his name. Uh, that, so it's somebody that knows hard. how to pronounce. Yes, it. exactly. He, yeah, he does. And maybe his mom. Dave, you should watch that video. Yeah, I think so. I did actually. Please, I need I, to watch that video. I did, and then yes. I still couldn't do it. <laughs> Tagaloa threw me off. Tagaloa, Tua, Tua, Tua looks like a uh, absolute master out there. We have talked about Connor McDavid. I was talking to Brian about him in the NHL who jumped onto the scene as a 19-year-old and tore up the league. And uh, this guy looks like he's doing the same in college football. Tua looks good. 51-14 uh, was the final. Uh, you guys see the game? Did you have any uh, comments about the game? He reminds me a little bit of Jameis Winston when he was playing in college. I mean, he moves around really well. He's got a good arm. So, so what you're saying is that he's going to come to the NFL maybe and just... Not do anything then? No predictions. Right? No, no predictions. Maybe he's going to eat some W's. I feel, right? like, <laughs> I feel like it's really hard to predict what a college player will do in the NFL nowadays anyway. Right. I mean, it's, usually they're a bust or, or they... Look, over half of first-round picks are busts. And these are the pros, the GMs, like the absolute best people picking. And mm-hmm. over half of them are busts. Nobody can know. It's true. Well, Tua's not going to be a bust. By the way, Lamar... Uh, uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, he was on the sidelines... Uh, Watching Louisville get destroyed, I don't know what he thought of that, but apparently the quarterback for Louisville is, you know, they're good friends, so he, he dropped by to see the opener. Not much to see there. No. Uh, Jonathan Taylor ripped it up as Wisconsin uh, beat Western Kentucky 34-3. This guy looks like a Heisman uh, candidate. Uh, no, a candidate. For sure. Uh, yeah, definitely along with Tua. These two are looking good. Well, it's only week one, but I can see it. You think it could be another quarterback heavy draft coming up this year? Uh, no, actually, by what everybody's saying, it's going to be, well, two of probably not even going to come out, right? He well, was a course. true freshman last yeah. year. Um, everybody's saying that it's a defensive line heavy draft. Like, I mean, so that, perfect that, that kid you. out of Houston is going to be the first pick. We'll see what happens. That's so perfect for the Dolphins then, right? They like to do that, pick up a lot of defensive players. Defensive linemen. Yeah, their first round pick, uh, Charles Harris from last year was... Um, is like fourth on their death chart, and he's good. <laughs> they they got to draft him another one of them. I'll tell you, the Heisman uh, candidate, uh, Bryce Love, did not look good. You know, Stanford did win, but he didn't look good out there. Hope he picks it up because uh, he was kind of sluggish. And Shea Patterson didn't do too well either. Yeah, that's what talking good about. Yeah. Know. Yeah, he looked. In fact, that was one of our topics. Braylon Edwards came out. Against yeah, they actually suspended him. The Big Ten Network suspended Braylon Edwards. Really? Yeah, because he came out and 
had some obscenities to say about the Michigan program. And Shea Patterson. And Shea Patterson, yeah. I mean, he said he just looked scared, which I agree with. Yeah, you know? I mean, How about the Irish, though? Let's talk about the other side of that. They look good. They look good. I mean, they could be legitimate contenders. They look good. I didn't sure. see that one coming, really. Um, maybe. You know, I didn't think they'd be as good as they were last year. What we did see coming was Texas losing to Maryland, right? Yeah, Texas was overrated. They um, always are this time of year. For sure. I mean, also, if we're on that same subject, we knew Washington was going to lose as well. We picked that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't big on that, Washington losing that game. That was... That was a toss-up in my mind. Oh, for you, yeah, I think. In fact, they just about won it. Me and it Jordan, very close. Me and Jordan picked Auburn in that one. I know that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, Washington. We both thought that they were both. Both those teams were overrated, but we definitely found out which one was more overrated for sure. I Texas. Think, <laughs> yeah, they were minus. Texas was minus ten. They were ten point favorites in that game against right. Maryland. Well, I mean, what about Appalachian State almost pulling another one out from under a, a top ten school? Yeah. They They're a fun the, program. Yeah, for sure. They always come up with something. I mean, it's really fun to watch them play these top ten teams here in the first games and almost come out with a W. I mean, they took Penn State to overtime. Penn State's a top ten team. They're ranked tenth. Maybe Penn State's a little overrated as well with Saquon Barkley gone, and let's see what happens. Didn't look like uh, McSorley could really make things happen with the running backs that he did have, though. And remember Darrington Evans won the, around that 100-yard kickback too yeah that red shirt uh freshman the first time you see a red shirt uh of the uh of the year that's able to play in games and he i really like that addition we talked about it last week yeah for sure i think it's a great rule i think the strategy is switched up okay all right now i'll tell you one person i'm really uh, really high on is cole mcdonald in hawaii this guy threw six touchdowns last week i know it's the mount mountain west division but he looks hot, man. This guy is on fire. Both NCAA fantasy player of the year, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Glad they take into account strength of schedule for that. But no, he does look good. He looks good, although they're favored in the game this coming week. So we'll see. You know, maybe they'll lose. What are, what are your thoughts for for the Mountain West region that you mentioned it that way? Boise. Boise and Hawaii, that's about it. That's it. I, I, I don't think there's any other teams in that division that are going to do anything. Are there any other teams in that division? Not that I know. <laughs> oh, San Jose. Snap. I've, San I've always liked Boise State, to be honest, though. <laughs> Me they, too. I mean, I think most people know them from that, that trick play they pulled in one of the bowl games. The, 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 the behind-the-back, pretends to throw it, he has behind-the-back. and uh, The Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty play, that's what it's called, yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, I think that's just in highlight reels for for years to come. That and the Nevada game they played, uh, they played Nevada with Colin Kaepernick. That was a big, big win for them. I think yeah. in 2012. Yeah, I remember um, that too. Yeah, that was that was. I've always liked Boise too. Um, I think that's pretty. I guess we should talk about Will Greer real quick. Uh, he had threw five touchdowns against Tennessee. Yeah. So another quarterback that looked really, really strong. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's now jump into what we got happening in college football this coming weekend. We have. Uh, I, I guess we can look at maybe some upsets that might happen. Um, I personally don't think it's going to happen, but I did see that uh, a lot of people picking South Carolina to to beat Georgia, and Georgia's a ten point favorite. Yeah. I've seen a lot of sports. Uh, a lot of smart sporting. money on that. Hmm. Seems like all the sharp sharp money's taking the underdog there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, a tough one. I mean, I looked at the board, and the only upset that I can imagine happening is USC over Stanford. Uh, that's the only one that I really saw. Other, I mean, so I heard some people are saying Texas A&M might beat Clemson, but uh, I think that's a long shot. I think that's a long shot too, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but we'll see. I mean, it's the beginning of the Jimbo era. We'll see what they can do. 
we do totally have a different couple, offense. We do have a couple others, and Brian, we could talk about your team playing Arizona State. Arizona State looked pretty good last they week. Did. Yeah, Michigan State struggled. But I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I mean, mm-hmm. as big as a Michigan State fan I am, I can, I'm not happy with the way they performed last weekend. Uh, hopefully, that was they got the jitters out and they can you know come out strong this week. Uh, they definitely need to play well in order to get past. That's that. what having these gimme games to start the season with is all about. Yeah, to get the jitters. I mean. You know, there were a couple of teams that didn't ch- choose that route. Michigan, Notre Dame, both of them, they didn't choose that gimme game in the first in the first week there. So, um, but yeah, most of these teams do. Alabama did, Ohio State did, uh, and you know they absolutely murdered it. They all covered. Yeah, it was like a 30 po- 32 point spread on both those games, and both of them covered. Okay, we'll do a couple of uh, other things uh, real quick. Um, we were going to talk about both uh, Florida teams, SFU or F, yeah, FSU and Miami. Uh, both got slaughtered over the weekend. They were both favorites. They both got beat. First LSU, time in what fifty years, thirty years since seventy five. Yeah, yeah, since nineteen seventy five. Don't know what's going on there, but it's not looking so good. Don't know. How about LSU though? We called that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. UCLA Oklahoma is going to be a better game than people think. That's a thirty point line right there. It's 30 points. 30 points. Really? Yeah. I just don't see them winning by 30 points. They're going to win, but... All right, let's get into the NFL, because uh, this is it. We've been waiting this uh, week out for a long time, and I guess we could start with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, This is a big story, and a couple big stories. Of course, Colin Kaepernick is a big story, but Le'Veon Bell, he's not reporting. He is not there as of recording time. Uh, He hasn't made it to the Steelers... uh, Changing room there. So How's your fantasy happening? team looking, Brian? Man, I'm regretting taking him in the first round, man. I'll tell you that. I mean, it, it's, it's – hopefully he comes to terms. Hopefully they can do something for him. But in my opinion, he's asking for way too much money. I do agree with him. He wants a long-term contract. He wants someone to, you know, get behind him and really make him uh, make a career out of this. But He um, wants quarterback money. Come on. Yeah, he I wants think, too much money. You're I, right. I think that, you know, it's totally uh, entirely possible for Le'Veon Bell to sit out the first half of this year um, if he doesn't get a long-term deal contract, you know. I think that the goal at that point would be you know, for him to, to hit, hit up a 2019 free agency, you know, being healthy and not rack up another, what, like 400 touches? Look, the Cousins situation aside, Kirk Cousins, uh, this with Le'Veon Bell just shows you that the franchise tag should be a one-year thing. Yeah, you can cop, you can lock somebody up for one year by tagging them, but you can't franchise tag them every single year, especially a position at, like running back where the top guys are really underpaid. For sure, I mean, so, so I mean, this guy, this guy's looking. I mean, the one-year contract that they're offering him, this guy, or the the, the franchise contract, is fourteen point five million dollars. Right. Okay. So he wants what? You say quarterback money? What is that? Twenty plus. But for a year. Per year. Yeah. But he also wants a long-term contract because, let's he face it, he's 26 years old. Yeah. yeah, he wants to. Yeah, but he's not a QB. Well, let's say he gets injured while he's franchise tagged, right? He gets injured, he tears his ACL or something like that. What happens? It, maybe that's why he, he doesn't want to play. You know, I, I think that maybe he, I think he'll probably come back next week because he probably in the back of his mind wants them to see the Pittsburgh lose to Cleveland, then he'll have some ammunition. I think we all kind of want to see Pittsburgh lose to (laughs) Cleveland. Week one, see the beer things pop open. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about the beer I mean, things. From a management point of view, if I'm if, if I'm if I'm like the the Steelers, you know, uh, and I I feel like this guy's doing this, 
I'm going to think not, I'm going to be kind of pissed off with him just a little bit, right? Because start of NFL, we need him in, we need him to play. I know that he wants to hold out for more money and he says he's worth it, but hey, you know, I mean, we need to get together, work as a team. You know, they're, they're going to play against the Browns next on Sunday, right? Yeah, but this isn't new. He's been talking about this since the, since the offseason started for them. So the, the fact that they haven't been able to come up with something it's in between that time. It's because he last year, too, and he didn't do it. So, so they didn't so, believe him. So, so they're calling his wolf. bluff. They're trying to call right. his bluff. And so this year he basically has to. Right. Or, or what does it mean that he sits out of, out of camp? Nothing. Right. Right, it doesn't mean anything. That line has moved quite a bit uh, with news of him not showing up. What was it moved to? What it's at uh, Cleveland plus five and a half now. Really? Yeah, it should be going on. It should continue moving in that direction for sure. Yeah, that'll be a good game to watch. Um, interesting situation. The players are now coming out against him. Probably not the best idea because right. that's. I mean. I mean, well, they need him. I mean, they need him. They need him. He's yeah, a, but he's the top saying, back in the league. Top yeah. three. And this is their year, though. I mean, if you think about it, Roethlisberger doesn't have too many years left. I'm not so sure about that backup quarterback situation. I really like the the rest of the pieces. They're making a playoff. They're making a playoff push, a Super Bowl push this year. They have yep. to. They have to. They and have and to. without him, it's just not, not going to happen. It wouldn't be the first time a really great player decided to sit out because of a contract dispute and missed being on one of the most dominant teams in history. So where does he go? Green Bay? Then, uh, I like Aaron Jones there. We'll see what he does after he comes back from his suspension. But what 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 do you think is going to happen? What do you guys think is going to happen? What do you think uh, Le'Veon is going to come back next week? Back or, by like, week two. By I think week he three? is. I think he comes back, and I think he's gone from Pittsburgh next year. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping Green Bay, but uh, but I don't Why know. Green Bay? Why do you like him at Green Bay? Because I want them to win the Super Bowl. Oh. And, because uh, Dave's Canadian, right? <laughs> yeah. Could be That's Dream funny. Bay. Could be um, Green Bay. Doesn't ever tend to overspend on yeah. wide receivers, though. They never are not wide receivers on free agents. They just don't do it. Yeah. What, what? Who are their big free agent acquisitions? Uh, Jimmy Graham. That was, yeah, that's probably the biggest one. Julius Peppers before that. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, it, that, it does. It's all homegrown talent there. I like um, who overpays for people. I like the Jets. Uh, tend to overpay. Miami is always mm. good for overpaying the for bags. Uh, 49ers, but they just signed Jared McKinnon. So, all right. Well, we'll follow that because I, I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week as well. Um, uh, week one suspensions. Now we have a few interesting suspensions that may I don't know may influence the outcome of a couple games. What do you guys think is the biggest loss uh, for a team going into uh, week one of NFL? Mm. Who is the biggest loss? I don't know if it's the biggest loss, but... One of the biggest losses. Like a Suspension or injuries, too? Uh, I guess we could go for both. Suspension I'm, and injuries. I'm going to say suspension, disappointment for the Cowboys, David Irving. This is second year in a row, correct, that he gets suspended. Last year he got suspended for drug abuse. Uh, this year he gets... Uh, or I think it was for uh, performing enhancing drugs, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, the PEDs. You know, um, the Cowboys have struggled enough, right? They've got how many guys out? Not enough for me. A lot. They have like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, They're really. But I mean, again, this this is this is a team. This is America's team, as they call it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, how many guys have so they that's got why out? Dave they hates them so much. Yeah, Dallas they, they, and Chicago. Ask anybody in Dallas. They're America's team. They, they yeah, have. That's about it. <laughs> they have about eight, team, eight players out. Right, 
So they've suffered enough. This guy, you know, he didn't learn his lesson from last year. And once again, he's he's out for four games. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move to another guy that uh, that we probably think should have uh, <laughs> been staying with the Raiders. But Khalil Mack, why did they let him go? Was it a Gruden problem? Was uh, that another be. attitude thing? Must be. I really liked him. But number four is defense favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Yeah, something like that. All right, well, they... Uh, Four or five. Apparently, the Rams offered a pretty big deal, too, on top of Chicago. And they were going to go for it. The reason why they didn't is they thought the Rams' draft choices would be too low. I think everybody knows they're going to do well this year. And that defensive mm, line yeah, would have been awesome. That would have been something exciting with Khalil Mack, Bookers, Nanamagasu, Aaron Donald. Wow, that would have been great. Could they have paid them all, though? I mean, he's getting $23.5 million no over idea. a six-year. So I don't know if they would have been able to give him the same contract as Chicago did, but I think they would still would have been able to get him reeled in with something. A one-year flyer or yeah. something just to yeah. try to create the most dominant defense For sure. Of all I mean, time. the thing yeah. the Rams have is that they're Super Bowl contenders. The, you right. know that's what they have. So that Khalil Khalil Mack, hey, we're pushing for a Super Bowl this year. While as Chicago, not really in the same same boat as the Rams, had to push money at him to get him to to sign a contract. And we see this all the time. The lesser teams always end up overpaying. Whereas for sure, yeah, New England gets so many bargains when they sign players every yeah. year. That's true. All right, we're going to talk about a couple a couple of things, and then we're going to get into our picks for the NFL Week One. First, Nick Foles, can he keep the job? No. Is uh, Wentz coming back in week two? I don't know. Anybody. I, I, heard, I heard Wentz is coming back strong. Uh, Brian, what do you got? I mean, Nick Foles, he is a great quarterback, and he should be starting somewhere. 100%, he should be a starting quarterback at a different team that does not have Wentz. Right. I mean, Wentz could be the next Aaron Rodgers of the league. I think my, he has the talent. Yeah. He has the athleticism. I mean, he's good. That arm. Wentz is the future of this team. For They're, sure. Foles is either like an elite level backup or a replacement level starter. For sure, yeah. I mean, he's a great quarterback. His value kind of went down after this preseason because he didn't look too hot in the preseason. Um, But, you know, if they would have done something with him, you would see him starting for any other team in the NFL right now. I mean, he's Case Keenan level player. Yeah, I would agree. Well, that's not too high a level, really. But, it's uh, just okay. good enough to be a starter. Yeah. Better than better Johnny Manziel. Than, better than Ryan Tannehill. So yeah, exactly, Collins. better than Ryan Tannehill, yeah. All right, uh, let's go over this Nike ad. It's big news with Colin Kaepernick, and uh, people are burning their shoes. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just one guy burning his 10-year-old pair of Nikes. Uh, but uh, it looks as though, I don't know, it, it depends who you talk to, I suppose, but some people think it's a good thing, some people think, like Donald Trump, think it's a bad thing. Uh, you guys have views on the Colin Kaepernick ad, the Nike stand on this. Uh, they're going to run it during the game, the first game, during the Philly game. Uh, I, I want to be the first to, to, to say something here. I, I just think that, I, you know, nothing political. I just think that people forget that Nike is a business, and they're doing this purposely to get money. Yeah. Bad news or bad publicity or good publicity is just straight publicity. Exactly. Look, we're talking about a TV ad on our sports podcast, and it's about Nike. How many times have we said Nike? You Thank know, you. And that's a win for them. Uh-huh. And uh. you multiply that by how many people are talking about this, that's all win for them. Well, when the President of the United States of America talks about it, 
then yeah, he's promoting them for free. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, he he thinks it's going to backfire and that it's killing their sales, but I don't think so. Uh, the actual ad is very good. It has uh, a great story. It's like a two-minute commercial. I don't know if they're going to run the whole thing, but uh, it's very 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 well made, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. It's getting a little backlash, but Kaepernick's getting some dough from that. Uh, now let's go over some of the week one picks. We could start out. I guess the game we just talked about was the Philly Atlanta game. Um, actually, do you want to? That's take tonight. Over? I really like Atlanta in this game at Philly. What do you guys think? I agree. I mean, it's pick 'em right now here at U Wager. Um, started out plus three. Yeah, it started out yeah. plus three. Uh, Atlanta being the underdogs. Now it's at pick 'em, especially since people are kind of expecting that Super Bowl. Um, you know, hangover almost, you know, especially after the preseason, how it went for Philly. Um, I think this game is really, really difficult to call, but I do I do agree with Jordan. I do like Atlanta in this game for sure. I'm pretty excited about seeing Calvin Ridley. I mean, nobody's talking about that, mm-hmm. but they invest, a pass-happy team invest a first-round pick in what's going to be a very good receiver uh, to go there with, uh, with Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu. Their passing attack is going to be fun to watch this year. And we have Zach Ertz on the other side, who's uh, one of the top tight ends in the league. He should have, you know, he's, he plays good in these games. So yes, I uh, like him a lot. Yeah, I like all of uh, all of Philly's weapons. Actually, I think this might be Nelson Aguilar's year. It could be. Uh, I like the addition of uh, Mike Wallace on that team as well. Yeah, I forgot about Mike Wallace joining them. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a strong year. Uh, for both these teams, and tonight will be a real test on, on you know, on to see how, which team can actually pull things off during the season. Yeah, good start. Another good test is uh, what about San Francisco? Plus six has to play at Minnesota. That's they're a done, good. They're done. They're done. That's a good test for <laughs> little, young Jimmy G. Yeah, is it ever? I definitely want to see Jimmy G work it out. See, see what's what uh, what he's going to produce for the 49ers. This, this might season. be his first meaningful game as a quarterback in a season that actually matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually starts the season with a team now and can actually take it somewhere. I mean, last year he he brought an zero and nine team to five wins that by the end of the season. Great, but they were playing in garbage exactly. time. Exactly, anybody can put up yards in garbage time. Exactly. What so about uh, what about poor Alfred Morris who has to debut? Uh, in his slot there against Minnesota's defense, that's going to. Hey, speaking of which, I read uh, Alfred Morris. He drives a car that he bought for two dollars. Really, two bucks, a '91 Mazda from his pastor. I wonder what the taxes on that was. <laughs> Fifty cents. Damn. Two dollar car. Two dollar car. That's so awesome. this guy's playing in a big awesome. game Thursday night. Did he get it from his pastor or a booster? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I think I wrote that down wrong. Two dollar car. I thought the guys on the CFL drove cheap cars. I mean, they pay at least a hundred bucks for theirs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is going on then? Um, uh, let's we talk go through the games. I um, I think Cincinnati is going to have a better year than people think. That our offensive line has a chance to gel since last year. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit better. They got nothing out of John Ross, the first round pick they traded up for last year. Should be the fastest man in the NFL. Uh, I'm excited to see what they can do against uh, an indie team who's just a little Andrew over. Luck. I mean, Andrew they got Luck. Andrew Luck back, but I think yeah. they're still just a little bit overhyped for the talent they have. Yes, we'll see. Good. I might be wrong. Andrew uh, Luck did not look good in preseason. Not, he didn't. Well, he uh, hasn't played in how many years? Six hundred days, to be exact. Nice. He's not played so like in two six years, years almost. Yeah, he hasn't hit the field. So yeah, I I'd bet against that tonight. I would too. On the weekend. What about this Bills Baltimore game? That's really interesting. Bills plus seven. 
Seems like most of the sharp money are taking the bills there. A but lot they of looks... the sharp money are ta- is taking the bills on that one, on the spread. Right. But the popular pick is Baltimore because the eye test tells you that Baltimore is going to be way better than than the Bills are. Exactly. What do you, what do you think, Brian? Um, I mean, to me, I'm going where the sharp money is on this one. I mean, I think I like the Bills at, on the spread there. I think the Bills could maybe pull is something out. Is it going to be Josh Allen, though, starting at quarterback? No, it's going to no. be Peterman. That's true. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't you like their chances better if it was at least Josh Allen? I mean, they see something that we don't. Obviously, I mean Josh Allen. He did look solid, but I think they want. I think they they might even start Peterman and just see how he does in the first quarter, first two quarters, and throw Josh Allen in the mix if they're doing well or if they're not doing too bad. It could be. Uh, we'll see what's going on with uh, all these Baltimore tight ends too. Yeah, they should yeah, be yeah. a fun team to watch this year for sure. And uh, the Allen Alex Collins Dixon debate is going to be good too. I think the starter is going to be Alex Collins, but. Dixon's coming back from injury. He looked really good last year, and that's a tough Bills defensive front. I'm really excited to see the Jags game against the Giants. Me if, too. If we're talking about this, I think you know just to see where the Jags stand after losing that wide receiver um, is going to be an exciting thing to watch. If they can still pull things off, if they're still as strong as they were last year, um, you know I think that's going to be a big question for everyone watching that game. I think the Giants are going to be able to stuff the box against them. Everybody's going to be able to because their offense is Fournette, right? But on the flip side, what a tough game for Saquon Barkley. First game, and you got to go up against the Jags defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tough for him. Do you, you see, what's his name, uh, Jalen Ramsey? He uh, he did an interview on a Canadian, um, Canadian uh, station, and he said he could make the NHL in six months, and he's never skated. <laughs> is this guy like does he have to comment on everything you know to get what I, reactions? I like his attitude I, I really like the guy I think he's fun he's he's you know he's got a good competitive attitude but uh, I gotta call bullshit on that one I, I think I think hockey players are some of the most athletic uh, athletes in the world I mean it's just you, not everyone can be a hockey player yeah and you. And so is is he Canadian or did he just run out of U.S. outlets that will interview him? Yeah, I think he ran out of the. It was it <laughs> so was, now he's attacking Canada. How's like that sport, make you feel? It was a sports sports net in Canada, so I, I don't know how they got him. But uh, of course he got to. Jalen Ramsey, come talk shit about hockey in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that wasn't the intention, but it ended up. It was all about him in the end again. Of course. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think of this uh, New Orleans Tampa Bay game? Plus nine and a half for Tampa. It's kind of a big line there. It is a big line. Um, if well, I'm if I'm betting on the spread there, I might take Tampa on that. I don't know. I think Tampa's mm. going to be. You think they're going to be weak? A disaster. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see this weekend. That's a good test for him, New Orleans for we'll sure. See. I Drew think Brees, New Orleans could some, be really Most people good. are saying Drew Brees is going to have an MVP type year this year. I can see it. Look at the pieces he has around him. I like the new weapons they added. They still have Michael Thomas, but uh, Cam Meredith should be coming on strong. They got some really good backs catching the bat all out of the backfield. Good offensive line, and he since he won the Super Bowl, he hasn't has had a defense as good as he will have this year. Well, New Orleans could be into the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay will probably come in last, so this is not going to be a great game to watch, no. I suppose. But. Uh, yeah, I think it's certainly going to be New Orleans, even if the spread was a little higher. I like New Orleans opinion. to cover there. Um, let's jump down a little bit. I'm excited to see Deshaun Watson back for Houston. What do you guys think? Against uh, New England, yeah. 
It's going to be a fun, uh, fun offense to watch. Lamar Miller, uh, Deshaun Watson. He, he just did amazing things for them in the first couple of games there before he got injured last year. That it's just, I think everyone's really excited to see him play, whether you root for him or not. Uh, he's just an exciting player to watch. I think he's going to expose that New England defense as well. I hope so. I hate New England. The game's at Gillette Stadium. New England's not dropping this game. I don't but, see him dropping it, but, but what about uh, not covering? Yeah, they might. Yeah, it, it, I think it will be close. I think it will definitely be close. All right, Tennessee, Miami, Miami plus one. What do you think? Uh, a lot of hype around Miami this year. I don't see why, but uh, <laughs> they're not going to do anything. What kind of hype's around Miami? Everybody's saying they're going <laughs> to be question. better than better than people think. This is the first time According I've ever heard what? anything about Miami all season. Who said that? According to what? Well, I read articles and things. What, from like the Miami Dolphin Herald or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you see, Tennessee, did, they're, they're uh, going to be rocking new uniforms this year. Really? They look, yeah, they look awesome. Yeah, the way they're going to be debuting them. But uh, other than the uniforms, I've heard nothing about the game. Tighten up. <laughs> no, I do I do like uh, I like how Tennessee's looking. We'll see about that That Henry, Deion Lewis, one-two punch should be really, really fun. Huge running back, little running back, you know what I mean? And they, the Titans might have one of the better secondaries in football. Like, nobody's talking about them, but they are going to be tough to pass on. I guess we'll see. I mean, both those teams seem a little boring to me. Miami's not passing on anybody. I don't think the Titans are boring at all. I'm excited about both of them. What about uh, Char- <laughs> Chargers, KC? Um, Alex Smith at KC now, KC. right? Really? I'll take the Chargers there. They're not going to do anything. Top yeah. to bottom, the Chargers have the best roster in the league. You got Mahomes starting too, and uh, that's yeah, it's going to be a scary situation for you to jump into. Even though I got him on my fantasy, yeah, it scares me. I do. I like Mahomes a lot. I think that deep threat to Tyree Kill is going to be. Mm. He's going to go off this season. We'll see what happens. And who, you know who I'm excited to see is um, Shaquem Griffin, the new linebacker for Seattle. Starting. Seattle. No hand. Is the right, guy yeah, without yeah. a hand? Mm-hmm. He's starting. He got the starting position this week. Starting My, game one. How their defense has fallen. <laughs> He's actually in that Kaepernick ad. Is he? Yep. I really like Denver at home. Beating up on Seattle this yeah, week. Yeah, I, I agree, but I do want to see how good Griffin does. I mean, I think it's just amazing that a player with one hand is able to make a starting position as a as a linebacker. I mean, oh, obviously I think not, that's great. Yeah, I think it's you know a new era for the NFL. Uh, one game I want to mention is the Washington Arizona game. Adrian Peterson will play, will start. Is he going to come out smoking? It's been a while, but he might. I mean, yeah. he's going to get a chance to to be the bell cow back on that team, and nobody stays in shape like Adrian. Peterson does. Uh, I'm rooting for him. It's not like he's coming out playing, you know, against Minnesota or Jacksonville defense. So he might very well do something against his Washington defense. But I think when he gets up against Arizona, uh, Arizona, I'm sorry. Um, I think if he gets up a, against a better defense, that he's going to have some real, real problems. I'm just excited about about the third quarter of that game when uh, Sam Bradford gets injured and we get yeah. to see Rosen. <laughs> yeah. We get to see Rosen play and we get the David Johnson, Rosen, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald combo. Yeah, they're gonna be a fun offense. Rosen's helmet looks too big on his head. I don't know. It's really weird. Every time I want, like, it looks like it's double the size. Either that or his head is double the size. His head, <laughs> his head is really weird. I don't know yeah, yeah it looks like it's like, like a, a long, like an long egg face kind of. or something. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a very weird head and a weird helmet. Green Bay, Chicago, Chicago at Green Bay plus eight. I really like Chicago there. What do you guys think? I really like Green Bay there. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers coming back. Yeah, to cover Sunday Ooh. Night Football. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Has that line changed since the signing of Khalil Mack? 
Um, I have not seen it move. It. That's interesting. Yeah, no. But, uh, I mean, I guess there, there's not a lot to learn when you're when you're an edge defender, right? You just step in and you rush the passer. Exactly. Kind yeah. of tackle running backs when they're in front I mean, of you. That's a definite threat. That's a def- That could slow down the Green Bay, Green Bay offense at I like least the, a little bit. I like the pieces that Chicago's put about around Trubisky this year. It's really a make or break year for him. Yeah, is definitely. he is he a bust or not? They they invested the money. He's got the wide receivers, got the offensive line, got the backs. We'll see what he can do this year. I think he's going to be better than people think. All right, that pretty much wraps things up. You got anything else to uh, you want to go over before we head out for another week of uh, watching NFL and college and everything else? No, I'm excited. Yep. Who's ready for football? I mean, I do like that Rams Oakland game. <laughs> I do, too. (laughs) I do, too. I like the Rams there a lot. I think Oakland's going to be a dumpster fire. You don't think Gruden's going to be be able to to get anything going? Are you? Yeah, I'm going to go for Raiders. What's the line Raider Nation all the way. What's the line? It's at three and a half. half. Oakland's the underdog. But, Jordan, when when Oakland first got Gruden, you were all about it. I am all about it. I'm still all about it. I just think that the talent on that team isn't up to par with a lot of other teams, especially the Rams, who might have the best talent there. So and a coach can only do so much. I think X's and O's, he's the best in the business. Give him a year or two to turn it around okay. and make some moves. That's what I was about There was to a ask. big talent dump. He's got to change the culture. I just don't see it happening this year. And especially game one against probably the most talented team so, in the NFL. I mean, they invested a lot of money in him. You don't think after you know the first year of him doing something, they might reevaluate... He said that if he didn't have a winning season, he wasn't going to take his paycheck. Yeah, right. Said it. Totally said it. Look it up. I'll have to look that up. I think he still will, but they'll give him a few years. You realize how many years different teams have been trying to coax John Druden out of retirement? He is every team's first call when they need a coach. That's true. You think they're going to get rid of him after one, two years? I mean, how long has Hugh Jackson been with the Browns? That's There's true. There's some patient owners out there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and they invested $100 million, so it's not a chump change. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But we've got a big weekend ahead of us, both in college and NFL, so we're all looking forward to that. Make sure you do join us next week because we're going to be uh, going over all these games and uh, giving you our take on them. Thanks again for joining us on the OOBG Podcast. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com.